Welcome to the brand new July 26th, um, 46th episode of the Super Awkward Funcast. If you're a little confused and you see like 60-something episodes, that's including like other things that I did, like um, blooper reels to the Super Awkward Funcast Players Presents um, radio plays that I do from time to time where I would get a script and do that. Um, the last time I did that, it was the COVID-19, the great reset book by Klaus Schwab. And we know a lot about now and I was kind of ahead of the game there, but, um, I got a lot of information from that book. So you can listen to it when you want and just like compare notes with what's happening in the real world. Um, trying to keep it light, but the world does not make it easy because I kind of woke up today and then I just like stayed in bed for a very, very long time, uh, keeping it real. And, and I, um, didn't get the news until like 5.30 and it was not good. It's not a lot of good news going on right now. Um, most recently there was a report... I guess we'll do that article first, of um, the White House announcing that medical staff at the VA would have to get the COVID vaccine. That's fun. I'm sure they're all very excited about that. Um, And it's not even just them. It's a shit ton of places having this happen. But let's read. Uh, This is from KALW Public Media, the Bay Area. State employees, healthcare workers required to be vaccinated or test regularly for COVID. So that's how they're going to get you. It's like, Oh, you cannot comply if you want, but you're still going to have to do this because you got to jump through some kind of hoop to have a job in the healthcare industry. And this is just one of many of these circumstances that have happened. Um, it's not just the VA. It's um, federal officials, um, I mean, state employees uh, and healthcare workers are going to have to do this. Officials said it's not a pure vaccination mandate. But the requirement will take effect next Monday for state employees and the following week for a broad range of healthcare settings and facilities. It says the vast majority of the state's current cases. Oh, I think this is for, um, yeah, this is for here, California. I went to the wrong article, but yeah, it's happening here. My bad about that. But yeah, it's medical staff at the um, the VA. My bad. So that was fun and awkward. 
people who choose to remain unvaccinated or cannot verify their vaccination status will be encouraged to wear a medical grade face covering. They'll also be required to test negative for the virus twice a week if they work in a hospital or once a week if they work in an outpatient care facility like a dentist's office. Also, keep in mind that there were, um, there was a change at the CDC with the PCR tests, which I've told you a million times, are not diagnostic tests. Many people have said this too, like in uh, Claydex with Tara O'Toole, she mentioned, mentioned that in that exercise. I've spoken about that before. But um, just going to let you know, changes to CDC RT PCR for SARS-CoV-2 testing. Audience, individuals performing COVID-19 testing. Level, laboratory alert. After December 31st, 2021, CDC, after that, like what's gonna change between now and then? Like, why can't we do this now? Because this is the time when the Delta variant is everywhere and we're so scared of everything and everybody's gonna be testing and testing and testing because it's bullshit. Everything is bullshit. I'm immune to it. I hope you are too. Continuing, CDC will withdraw the request to the US Food and Drug Administration, FDA, for emergency use authorization of the CDC 2019 novel coronavirus real-time RT-PCR diagnostic panel. The assay, first introduced in February 2020 for detection of SARS-CoV-2, the one that they use all the time, only. CDC is providing this this advance notice for clinical laboratories to have adequate time to select and implement one of the many FDA authorized alternatives. But, (laughs) you know, in the meantime, keep using it even though it doesn't work, right? Why not? Let's keep doing that. In preparation for this change, CDC recommends clinical laboratories and testing sites that have been using the CDC's 2019 INCOV RT-PCR assay select and begin their transition to another FDA authorized COVID-19 test. CDC encourages laboratories to consider adoption of a multiplexed method that can facilitate detection and differentiation of SARS-CoV-2 and influenza viruses. Such assays can facilitate continued testing for both influenza and SARS-CoV-2 and can save both time and resources as we head into influenza season. Laboratories and testing sites should validate and verify their selected assay within their facility before beginning clinical testing. 
you know, it's crazy when everything that you said was going to happen, literally on this podcast, like literally, um, ends up actually happening. My head is so big right now, being right. But being right isn't always the best because being right about something awful just feels awful, honestly. And I don't like it. But it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about the situation except watch it unfold at the moment. I don't think that's always going to be the case. I think... We can rise up. We can... We can fix this shit but we all have to work together for that and do we want to do that do does everyone want to work together probably not anyway that's the scuttlebutt on um that specific thing and then at the same time we have the delta variant which i already warned you about i already said they were gonna like put that on every fucking mainstream media thing They already were on the last pod. But now it's like fully vaccinated people. You know, the thing that you're supposed to do to have a normal life. But people are getting quarantined still and restricted from leaving their countries. But they were supposed to have freedom now. Where's the freedom? And they have to wear masks like everyone else. Except they don't actually have to, but they do, a lot of them, because they don't know that they don't have to. Um, It's just really sad. The whole thing is very sad and unfortunate. And as it turns out, fully vaccinated people, yes, are getting sick from COVID. Not only getting sick from COVID, but dying in many cases. In enough cases that it's worrisome. Less than 1%, I believe, or 1%... Yeah, it's basically 1%. They say that we're in the pandemic of the unvaccinated. They'll say that. Like, the the president said that, and I'm sure he repeated it from someone else that he heard say it. But then it caught on, or whatever, with the anti-vax haters. They think everybody's anti-vax who doesn't like the COVID vaccine or think that it's worth a fuck. Um, but that's not true. But they will say, you know, it's the unvaccinated that are putting us at risk. Putting everybody at risk. And if more people get vaccinated, then it'll take care of it, you know? So, but it's 1%. They say 99%. That's their little data thing. I don't know where the data is to to uh, prove that it's 99% unvaccinated cases of COVID right now. But they say that, so has to be true, right? If they're saying it, whoever they are, again, they don't say where the source is for this uh, statistic. But I have statistics. I have sources. So let's move on. So basically, I'm just going to counter that narrative. Have a little water there. 49 people who were fully vaccinated have died of COVID in New Jersey. Here's what we know. That's from NJ.com. This is updated 25th yesterday, so pretty recently. Um, 
Gonna put all this in the show notes. Got it all set up. Can do that. Okay, reading this. The, the gist of it, you know, the important part. All right. Anyway, it says here, it is important to point out that 49 deaths due to COVID-19 among 4.8 million fully vaccinated state residents is slightly greater than one in 100,000 fully vaccinated individuals, said State Communicable Disease Service Medical Director Ed Lifshitz. His shits in his name. You can't. That means vaccines are about 99.999% effective in preventing deaths due to COVID-19. In New Jersey, maybe. What about New York? What about Rhode Island? What about Vermont? What about Virginia? What about West Virginia? What about California? What about everywhere fucking else? That's not... That's in your state so far. And... Again, they love to bring up the underlying conditions. You'll hear that in a second. It's funny how that matters now, as I said in a previous episode of um, the live stream of The Political Matrix. Check it out uh, on YouTube. If only if this is the only thing you watch on YouTube, great. Well, watch my videos too because I still have those. Because um, I'm not big enough to get banned from YouTube, thankfully. Yet. I mean, I'll never be banned from YouTube. But anyway, um, I'm not even a partner anymore. They fucking, they gave me a partnership back in the day, fun fact. And then they changed the rules to make it so you had to 10,000 or more subscribers to get partnership. And then they, uh, they, they took away that partnership immediately when they found out I had like a hundred and something. I don't even think I had that much then. I had like 70 something. It was insane that they even gave me a partnership in the first place and let me monetize videos. I never made any money off of anything. I made literally 10 cents that I never met, that I never even saw. Go figure. So, you know, shout out to YouTube, I guess. Thanks for letting me continue my videos. Because you don't care about my shit because nobody else does. <laughs> I mean, people care. The right people care, I guess. <laughs> people who watch. Anyway, whatever. Moving on. While those... I forgot. Yeah, that's right. While those who are most at risk of death from COVID-19 are unvaccinated people. They keep saying that. They're going bar- to they're gonna put it in your head, like, barreling it down. Um, with underlying conditions... They don't even say unvaccinated people here. That's telling because back in the day, they wouldn't say underlying conditions for um, unvaccinated people, you know? I mean, regular people who got COVID back in the day. So they they wouldn't mention the conditions usually that led to their death because they wanted to count as a COVID-related death. And we went over that back in the day. Back in the day, last year, you know? Before we got into this crazy-ass dystopia that we're in now, which was totally preventable and totally predicted in all of the things that I told you about before. Lockstep, Kleenex, uh, Event 201, Crimson Contagion, Dark Winter, to name a few. Uh, Crimson Contagion was in 2019, by the way. October, it was published. 
We've talked about that. And Event 201 is, is in the same year. And Claydax was in like 2018, so not too far. Not too long ago. Anyway, back to it. Unvaccinated people with underlying conditions, fully vaccinated people with underlying conditions, will remain at risk as long as a large part of the population is unvaccinated, said Perry Hakaitis, dean of the Rutgers School of Medical medical of public health the solution to our problem both in terms of stopping the deaths and also stopping the spread of the disease depends on increasing the percentage of the population who are vaccinated they said but we have the flu vaccine and 59 percent of people why do you think we we're going to get higher than that with COVID-19 but we have to get higher than that it's got to be better he's added and so it just goes on to say that and then about 70% of the eligible population is vaccinated in New Jersey, ranking about seventh in country, according to CDC data. If more people don't get vaccinations, he said, he expects new restrictions in the months to come because unvaccinated people are placing themselves and all of us at risk. So you're bad. You're going to ruin it for everyone else. We hate you. You get it or we will... Punish everyone. Nobody gets ice cream. <laughs> it's just like insane. It's insane. I'm literally going to do this in the same order that I did this on the, the political matrix. Check it out. Last episode was Saturday, the 24th. I had a day off yesterday. The 24th. So I'm just going to skip some of this shit. I'll do Hawaii next. So I didn't get to that on the, the political matrix. So we'll do that here on the pod. So this is from Star Av... Wait, okay. This is from, yeah, Star Advertiser in... I don't know where the fuck. Um, Hawaii, I guess, because it's like Hawaii news. I think this is Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii sees second breakthrough death of fully vaccinated resident and 243 new infections. July 22nd, 2021. Again, source will be in the show notes. StarAdvisor.com. Moving on. Hawaii today recorded the second COVID-19 breakthrough death of an individual who was fully vaccinated while also marking the eighth day in a row that new case counts have reached triple digits. Hawaii Department of Health officials today reported three new coronavirus-related deaths and 243 new infections. The state's total since the start of the pandemic now sit at 527 fatalities and 39,892 cases. That's not that much compared to, like, California and New York. That's pretty decent. I mean, it's horrible, of course. It's any, it's, anytime someone dies, it's bad. But we don't know the situation of all these people. Uh, here we go. Honolulu Mayor Rick Blangiardi said he doesn't want Oahu to revert back to the more restrictive Tier 4 reopening plan to curb the spread of the virus. Instead, he urged unvaccinated residents to get their shots to protect themselves against COVID-19. Because that's the solution. 
there's a fucking variant of this illness that is highly transmissible, allegedly. But we don't know how deadly it is. Clearly not that much. It's just very convenient to have a new variant and to be scared of it and to restrict people again because of the unvaccinated. They really want us to be vaccinated. It's very similar to 1976 swine flu and that propaganda campaign. But again, it's worse because it's on social media now and it's bots everywhere. You don't even know who's a real person who's talking about shit online. So you just got to be really discerning, I guess. Uh, Anyway, it says here... State health officials said today the latest deaths were on were an Oahu man in his 50s, an Oahu woman in her 60s who was fully vaccinated, and a Maui woman in her 60s. All three individuals had underlying health conditions when they were hospitalized with COVID-19, state health officials said. The, today's total of 243 new cases is the highest tracked since January of this year. State health officials Previously recorded 322 new cases on January 7th, 264 new cases the following day, and 250 new cases on January 9th. And then Lieutenant Governor Josh Green attributed the majority of cases this month to a community-related exposure. To community-related exposure. Approximately 78% of cases in July are from community spread, 20% from residents returning from travel, and 2% from non-resident travel. Does he have any data for that? Don't wait. Please encourage friends and families to get vaccinated. So the thing to remember about this situation is that some of these cases will have people who are older, who are supposed to be most vulnerable, and that's why they got vaccinated in the first place. And now they're the ones ending up dying of underlying conditions and stuff from the COVID-19 today. So just keep that in mind that a lot of these cases are older people. I haven't seen a whole lot of young people dying from who are fully vaccinated from these breakthrough cases. So even in LA, so for example, LA, yahoo.com, but not really, it's actually businessinsider.com, but you know, they are a news aggregate, basically. And they give you articles that are usually behind a paywall, which is good to see. I don't know why Trump is in this video on this website, but whatever. Um, So this one is from, again, Yahoo News. One in five COVID-19 infections in LA in June were in fully vaccinated people, but most had mild or no symptoms, officials say. So we're not going to do deaths right now. We're just doing cases. So it says, um, let me go to the most important part of it. They said the fast spreading Delta variant, county health uh, officials said, that the, the fast-spreading Delta variant was causing the majority of infections in the county, the most populous in the U.S. The L.A. County Department of Public Health said in a press release that in June, 
fully vaccinated people represented 20% of all cases diagnosed among LA County residents, while unvaccinated and partially vaccinated people accounted for 80% of cases. What percentage was the partially vaccinated versus the unvaccinated? We'll never know. I don't know. Maybe there's something in the press release. Let's look at the press release and find out if there's any information that Yahoo News or rather Business Insider is hiding. Let's go to the source. COVID-19 transmission rapidly rise in LA County with Delta variant. Fully vaccinated people remain well protected from severe COVID-19 disease. Oh, that's good. 2,767 new confirmed cases of COVID-19 in LA County and 13 new deaths. We can handle that. That's fine. So this is public health. 88% of LA County seniors 60, 65 and older, 65 and over, 70% of residents 16 and over, and 69% of residents 12 and over have received one dose of vaccine, including 39% of LA County teens between the ages of 12 and 17. Of the nearly 10.3 million LA County residents, including those who are not yet eligible for the vaccine, 52% are fully vaccinated and 59% have received at least one dose. As more people, yeah, okay, propaganda, propaganda. Public health estimates if the 52% of county residents that are fully vaccinated were not vaccinated, the amount of new cases would perhaps be, there's no way to know that for sure. Among the more than 4.8 million fully vaccinated people in LA County, public health identified 6,520 people who tested positive for a COVID-19 infection, contracted more than two weeks after they were fully vaccinated. This is an increase of 58% from the approximately 4,100 post-vaccination cases detected last week. This translates to point. 1-3% of fully vaccinated people who have tested positive, up from last week's 0.9%. So it is getting 0.09%. But that's interesting to think about because it's rising, no? That indicates a pattern. And if it goes to the next level, then it would be probably 20%, 0.20%. And then higher and higher. But keep getting vaccinated, right? Um, the rise in hospitalizations among fully vaccinated people have was much smaller from 213 to 287, from 0.0045% to 0.0059% of all fully vaccinated people. That still rose. <laughs> and deaths in this group also increased less dramatically from 26 to 30. Still an increase. Again, with the increase of vaccinations from 0.0005%. 5% to 0.0006%. Again, still increasing. Just like the deaths would be increasing. Of the 13 new deaths reported today, 8 people that passed away were over the age of 80. 80! Most of them were over 80. I'm telling you, this is bullshit. They've implemented a new mask mandate, again. Just as I expected. I don't care about it. <laughs> I went to Best Buy and Target without a mask and only got approached once and then they left 
And then I left. So by the time they had approached me, I was going to leave anyway. And then I went to Target and I got nothing. But I just want a battery, a battery, yeah, batteries. And then I went to get those. And then it was no big deal. I don't think people give a shit anymore about the mask thing. They're really sick of wearing them. And now you're telling them to wear them again. For this reason. Because all the unvaccinated are making it worse for the vaccinated. In their view. Anyway, past the 80-year-olds, the eight people out of 13, last I checked, that's a majority. (laughs) I'm not great at maths, at arithmetic, but 13 minus 8 is 5. That leaves five people. What'd they have? Let's find out. One person who passed was between the ages of 65 and 79. We don't know how exactly old they are. But that's the range. And then two people who passed were between the ages of 50 and 64. Again, we don't know their underlying conditions. It doesn't matter in this case. And two people who passed were between the ages of 30 and 49. That's two out of 13. To date, public health identified 1,276,137 positive cases of COVID-19 across all areas of LA County and keep that in mind that they're using PCR tests usually for this number. So we don't even know if that's true. Ha! How convenient. And a total of 24,607 deaths, which may or may not be COVID related. Testing results are available for more than 7,213,000 individuals with 16% of people testing positive. Because so many people are getting the test that, you know, if you, you don't need a test to know you have COVID. I'm telling you from experience. You pretty much know. It was the worst flu I have ever had. But it was a flu. And it went away in three or four weeks. I can't even remember. But it was a shit ton of time out of my life that I spent sick. And I still went to work <laughs> because everybody was getting it and they didn't know what it was. So we all got sick. Like I said before, I've done, I've been through it. I know you don't need a test to know you're sick. If you need a test, then... You know, you don't need a test if you, if you don't know you're sick. Then they think all they they say sorry everybody died. And then they say in LA County everyone 2 years of age or older and older must wear a mask. See the mask mandate in all indoor public places regardless of their vaccination status. Well fuck you, I'm not doing it. And you shouldn't either. While the county does not require masking at private gatherings where unvaccinated or immunocompromised people are present, universal masking in these scenarios, particularly indoors, is the best way to protect everyone. And then they say get the vaccine because that's what they want you to do. Moving on, I think we should go to New York because there's a really good article there. Well, actually, Tennessee was interesting. So Tennessee is um, 27 deaths. I know this is a very morbid episode. Just bear with me. 27 fully vaccinated people have died in Tennessee. Health, Health department says. Fox 17, WZTV, Nashville. 
These are among the state's more than 1,000 breakthrough cases. These are cases in which fully vaccinated people have contracted the virus. Data is sent to the CDC, TDH Commissioner, uh, Tennessee Department of Public Health Commissioner, Dr. Lisa Piercy said Friday, this is from, by the way, um, July 23rd. Keep that in mind. Said Friday, more than two dozen deaths since May 1st and 195 hospitalizations are among breakthrough cases. Including dates before May 1st, there have been more than 1,000 breakthrough COVID-19 cases, the state reports. Dr. Piercy said more than half of the breakthrough cases are those 60 and older. And of that group, they're most likely to have breakthrough cases, but most have not had severe illness. According to the CDC, any presumed infection by SARS-CoV-2, that is, any positive coronavirus test, if it's detected more than two weeks after someone receives the final dose of a COVID-19 vaccine, but infections can come with with or without symptoms, making the term imprecise. Shelby County is reporting 458 breakthrough cases and two deaths. Breakthrough cases in the Delta variant, a highly infectious COVID-19 strain, have heightened concerns recently when it comes to COVID-19. Yeah, because the media keeps lying about it. Uh, Metro Health confirms the Delta variant is present in Nashville and is urging residents to get vaccinated. But this gets better because now we're in CBS Boston for WBZ. Moving right along. And we got Massachusetts has now reported more than 5,000 breakthrough COVID infections and 80 deaths. More than 5,000 breakthrough COVID infections have been reported in Massachusetts, according to the latest Department of Public Health data. But the rate of fully vaccinated people ending up in the hospital remains low. A total of 5,166 breakthrough cases have been reported through July 17th, resulting in 80 deaths. A week ago, there were 4,450 cases and 79 deaths reported among fully vaccinated people. So only one person died. It's fine. Only 0.1% of the more than 4.3 million fully vaccinated population has tested positive, and an overwhelming majority of those have not had to be hospitalized. There have been 329 total hospitalizations for patients with breakthrough cases. I wish we could say that COVID has gone away, but it hasn't, said UMass Memorial Dr. Richard Ellison. Massachusetts has seen an uptick in COVID cases and it's believed that the highly contagious Delta variant is responsible for the majority of them. It's believed, but is it true? Let's find out. We're not gonna. It's more likely to get a breakthrough infection if you've been exposed to Delta, Dr. Elson said. Dr. Paul Sachs, the clinical director of the Infectious Disease Clinic at Brigham and Women's Hospital in Boston, told WBZ-TV, that cases have been milder in fully vaccinated people, which demonstrates that the vaccines are working. We are seeing an increase in cases. Fortunately, we're much better off as far as vaccine uptake goes, which means a lot of the cases we're seeing here in Massachusetts are very mild because cases are much milder among people who get COVID after the vaccine. 
He said the more people who get vaccinated, the better, because beating COVID is a numbers game. If you're not vaccinated, please get vaccinated. That's the best thing you can do. And it's the most important thing you can do. And I'm not saying it uh, right now on the podcast. That is a quote from Dr. Ellison. Just in case somebody wants to, like, use that sentence against me. Because I'm fucking not telling anyone to get vaccinated. I'm not telling anyone not to get vaccinated. I'm just providing information. I'm an information person and a somewhat funny person or I try to be or I don't really try to be I'm just naturally just gifted that way I don't know um New York I forgot um the other news about New York um so basically while you're listening to this shit if you saw that ridiculous town hall with the president Biden you would know that he lied he spread misinformation and said that fully vaccinated people didn't need uh, didn't have to worry about COVID, basically. They weren't going to get it. It's fine. They weren't going to end up in the hospital and die. Well, I've proven now that he is completely incorrect and he lied there. I would play it, but I can't play it. <laughs> I will leave a, a link to the comment itself and you can find it in the show notes. Biden. Fully vaccinated people. Just get vaccinated. That's what they tell you. Just get vaccinated. Don't worry about anything else. It's fine. WPXI is where I'm at now. And I am on the today's news. Now we're on today's news. Let me get another sip of water. I love water. Okay. WPXI.com. News today. Breaking news. I feel like a journalist. Like a real literal journalist. I'm trying to make it funnier, but I can't because it's people fucking dying who don't need to die necessarily. Or maybe they do. I don't know their situations. Um, But it's people being gaslighted into thinking they're fine. It's going to be fine. And you have to get the vaccine in certain situations. They are going to fucking make you. Just like I said over a year ago. I warn about this. Many independent news media sources were warning everyone about this. And did anyone listen? Did they say, oh yeah, well you should get the vaccine passport then, back then. No, they said there isn't a vaccine passport. You people are insane. You stupid conspiracy theorists. Well, who's laughing now, you motherfuckers? And you're going to just stand in line to get the damn vaccine mandate. And, you know, I just... You're going to be like, oh, now you're like, oh, well, you have to do it. You have to get the vaccine. And by any means necessary, even with uh, Anthony Cuomo. Anthony Cuomo. I always saw, he might as well be an Anthony. Andrew Cuomo in New York, who said he was knocking door to door. And he was going to round up people or have them round up, round it up, put in a car, take into a vaccine site without their fucking consent. Because we don't care about consent when it comes to public health, right? It doesn't matter then. It only matters when you want to have sex. It doesn't matter if you're a child and you're forced to get a vaccine at 12, 13 years old by the government, which is going to happen, has happened in certain countries, like Canada, for instance, where you can legally just make 
a kid get a vaccine with no permission from their parents that doesn't matter. No informed consent doesn't matter. They are allowed to do that, but they can't drive a car. <laughs> they can't do drugs or they're not supposed to, and they can't, uh, drink alcohol. So makes sense to me. <laughs> I don't know. This is 11 News, New York City today. Uh, New York City government employees will be required to be vaccinated or get tested weekly. Same shit, different state. We just went over this a while ago with California. Now it's in New York as well. Okay, New York City. Government employees in New York City will be required to get vaccinated against COVID-19 or to submit to weekly testing as the highly transmissible. They can't stop saying that. It's everywhere. Delta variant. And this Delta variant just spread everywhere, just out of nowhere. Like, all of a sudden, it's in every state. How convenient, yeah? Ugh. Continues to drive infection rates up, Mayor de Blasio announced Monday. The policy will go into effect September 13th, which makes me think they're going to seek, probably not get, as I've said before, FDA approval of these vaccines by September. But I have already read that in January 2022, that's like the latest they expect grant approval. And it could be uh, a little bit closer to then, but I doubt by the end of the year, I, I doubt before the end of the year that we'll have it. So again, this is one of those things where it's like, is this legal? <laughs> it's emergency authorization use. One, we're not even in an emergency. We don't have ivermectin. We don't have hydroxychloroquine in this country being treated and having people being treated with these other alternatives. There are other alternatives other than that too that may or may not help but are not a money grabber, money grabbing opportunity like the vaccines, of course. There's a lot of money in vaccines, a lot of investments. I mean, Bill Gates, it's one of his biggest investments. <laughs> And he's all up in this shit. Kovax, Gavi, Seppi, all that shit. I've already said. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Jeffrey Epstein, eugenics, you name it. <laughs> so anyway, the pol policy will go into effect September 13th. On the first full day, students are set to return to classrooms in the city. This means everybody, he said Monday at a news conference, this means obviously everyone who works in our schools, our educators and staff. It means the NYPD, the FDNY. It means all city agencies. It means people who work in offices and people who work on the front line. Everyone. Because September is when the rubber hits the road and this is when we have to make the difference. This is insane. This is insane. It says the effort is aimed at encouraging. That's going to encourage people? Okay. I'll make you do it if you don't fucking do it. I'll make you. More people across the city to get vaccinated. Health officials said that as of Monday, about 71% of New York City's adults had gotten at least one dose of the available COVID-19 vaccines, including 54% of the to total population that has far, so far been fully vaccinated. Nationwide, 69% of all adults had received at least one vaccine dose as of Sunday. According to data from the CDC, about 50% of the total U.S. population has been fully vaccinated. 
How convenient. 50% versus 50%. 50% fully vaccinated, 15%, 50% unvaccinated. How fucking interesting that you could pit both of them against each other in such an interesting way. Hmm. This is about our recovery, he said Monday. This is about what we need to do to bring back New York City. This is about keeping people safe. This is about making sure our families get through COVID okay. This is about bringing back jobs. You name it. This is about fascism. This is about totalitarianism. This is about authoritarianism. This is about the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Oh, Walensky from CDC, the the new director. Dr. Rochelle Walensky said, This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We are seeing outbreaks of cases in parts of the country that have low vaccination coverage because unvaccinated people are at risk and communities that are fully vaccinated are generally failing well. Generally, sure. Sure, Jan. Anyway, like, are you fucking kidding me? You're not. None of this is a joke. This is just totally serious bullshit. And there's more. Concord. As new cases of COVID-19 continue to grow slowly in the state, Governor Chris Sununu and his top health staff returned to the podium for a live televised press conference Thursday to give residents an update and to urge all those who have not been fully vaccinated to do so. But he said the state is under no state of emergency anymore and he does not anticipate any future statewide return to a mask mandate. Dr. Benjamin Chan, the state epidemiologist, said the highly transmissible, there they go again, Delta Varius, Varius, Delta variant of the virus is growing and spreading in the state and there have been some breakthrough cases among those fully vaccinated. He said there were 48 new COVID-19 cases as of Thursday after two days of 60 or more cases and a total of 308 active cases with 22 people hospitalized Thursday. Sadly, another death was reported bringing to 1,385 deaths since the pandemic began. There have been 10 deaths and 505 breakthrough cases of COVID-19 since February 1 among those who have been fully vaccinated, official said. Both are a very small percentage. Oh, both are a very small percent of the 749,000 in the state who are now protected, official said. This is originally from indepthnh.org. This was posted on July 22nd, actually, so. Anyway, if you go to that, I should put that in there in the show notes instead. The state has been in a t- has seen a twofold increase in the seven-day average number of cases from 20 to 14 in 40 in the past month, and while the test positivity rate is at 1.9 percent, it is ticking up. Officials said. Oh, lovely. Those with 70 and 80 percent fully vaccinated will have lower rates of transmission, he said, and the communities with lower rates are the areas he is most concerned about because the risk is going to be community community, community by community. Uh, he said in the southern parts of the country where the vaccination percentiles are lower, the stories of deaths among the unvaccinated are heartbreaking. Oh, 
It's real, but we all have the power to stop it. It just seems like a bunch of bullshit to me, but whatever. Oh, here's something else. The COVID-19 vaccines have been given emergency use authorization and are not fully authorized yet, although Pfizer has applied for permanent authorization. Chan said booster shots are being explored. Of course they are. We've already talked about that. And it is possible there may be new guidance on when and if boosters are needed, particularly among the immunocompromised in the months to come. He noted that the fall will likely also see an uptick in the number of people seeking unemployment. Unemployment, sorry. <laughs> seeking employment once the summer vacation period has ended. Children go back to the school and do not require expensive childcare options. And those who have gone back to vocational school to learn a new skill complete their education. He said it is not likely that the crunch and lack of workers for many summer seasonal workers will see any major change in the numbers. And then they talk about other shit. COVID is very much still with us, especially the Delta variant, which is impacting the younger and unvaccinated populations across the country. We have the power, he said, to prevent these tragedies. Talk to your doctor. Um, preferably one who's not bought would be great. The other news about this shit is from Switzerland. Over 1% of recent Swiss COVID-19 fatalities were fully vaccinated. So that's not good. Swissinfo.ch I have not read this yet, so we're reading it together. This is from July 26, 2021. Of the 1,100 people killed by the coronavirus in Switzerland since the end of January, 18 had received both doses of the vaccine. The numbers that were first published in 20 Minuten were confirmed by the Federal Office of Public Health on Monday. In total, 362 fully vaccinated people were infected and 86 of them had, been, had to be hospitalized. The FOPH believes that these numbers are probably an underestimate because many people who were infected despite being vaccinated have not been registered. Even if the real figure is probably higher, it is within the expected range according to the FOPH. It's always fine. You know, just a couple of bad vaccines, you know. It is not possible to determine how many of these 18 deaths in Switzerland are due to the Delta variant. Thank you, someone telling the fucking truth for once. The estimated proportion of new infections with the Delta, Minutian, <laughs> Delta mutation is currently 96.7% in the seven-day average. Still at risk. The vaccines administered in Switzerland, Moderna and Pfizer-BioNTech, do not offer 100% protection. According to the manufacturer, the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine offers 88% protection against the Delta variant. A U.S. study suggests similar figures for Moderna's vaccine. However, these figures are disputed. An Israeli study estimates that the protection offered by both vaccines is only around 65%. Currently, a little over 4.8 million of 8.6 million Swiss residents have been fully vaccinated. If the 88% protection against the coronavirus 
claimed by the manufacturers is correct, more than 570,000 can potentially be reinfected despite receiving two doses of vaccine. The figure is triple if the Israeli study, citing an efficacy of 65%, is used as a reference. The FOPH considers that two doses of messenger RNA vaccine offer good protection against the current variants of the virus. The health authorities are not currently planning a booster vaccination campaign, but are monitoring the situation closely. So this is probably the most, like, on-point reporting I've seen, where it's not just assuming everything's the Delta variant and taking everything at face value about this stuff. Thank you, Switzerland. Swissinfo.ch. Good job on that reporting. More news. Okay. Freepressjournal.in.in. Moving on. Updated today, July 26, 2021, 7.32 p.m., which is a little uh, over an hour and a half ago. Um, This is the news here. I'm just doing news now. This is my job now. Because news won't do the news. I have to do it. We all have to do it. It's our burden to bear. Anywho. COVID-19 growing evidence shows Delta variant is infecting fully vaccinated people. It is. While there are various range of COVID-19 variants, the Delta variant is the fastest, fittest, and most formidable version of the coronavirus. And as many countries... Cities plan to resume activities, virologists, and epidemiologists have already cautioned of the next wave of pandemic, because that's what they want. We've got to have a new wave. New wave. It's not just a genre from the 80s anymore. Probably 70s as well. The overall global COVID-19 caseload has topped 193.6 million, while the deaths have surged to more than 4.5. 15 million and vaccinations soared to over 3.81 million according to Johns Hopkins University. We've already talked about them before. The U.S. continues to be the worst hit country with the world's highest number of cases and deaths at 34,426,844 and 610,833 respectively according to the CSSE. In terms of infections, India follows in the second place with 31,332,159 cases. And that's because the U.S. is the most unhealthy fucking place on the planet with the most obese people. Let's just be honest. And that has a 70% chance of getting you to die from COVID. According to an old CNBC number. Uh, According to top COVID-19 experts, vaccine protection remains very strong against severe infections and hospitalizations caused by any version of the coronavirus, and those most at risk are still the unvaccinated. It's our fucking fault. Not my fault. It's their fucking fault. They're the enemy. Uh, They eventually get to the point... (laughs) Public Health England said on Friday that out of a total of 300 and 300 of 3,692 people hospitalized in Britain with the Delta variant, 
58.3% were unvaccinated and 22.8% were fully vaccinated. That's a high number, no? In Singapore, where Delta is the most common variant, government officials reported on Friday that three quarters of the of its coronavirus cases occurred among vaccinated individuals, though none were severely ill. The Delta variant represents about 83% of new infections in the United States, which has experienced more COVID-19 cases and deaths than any other country. They just have to put that in there again. It's so important that they tell me that. Uh, so that's that article. Take Make of that what you will. Uh, then EU. There's n- news from the EU. Bad news. Bad news from the EU. Guardian. COVID. More EU states to restrict venue access for unvaccinated people. Because that's a thing now. We got the COVID pass. NHS. The other one. They're not really easy to use either, which is great. Great rollout there. Ha ha ha. Funny, funny. Except this is real life. And it's not so funny. Ireland and Italy among those joining France in requiring vaccine passes to enter bars and restaurants. An increasing number of European governments are planning to prevent unvaccinated people from being able to attend hospitality venues such as bars and restaurants this summer. As Emmanuel Macron, who's being protested against right now, celebrates the fruits of the recent announcement of the policy in France. France on Monday passed the threshold of 40 million people having received at least one vaccine dose, close to 60% of the population. Macron tweeted, together we will defeat the virus. We continue. Literally no one likes you. A range of policies are being tried out across Europe as governments seek to push reluctant people into receiving jabs by force. In Sweden, a study being carried out by the University of Lund will examine whether the offer of a redeemable voucher worth 17 pounds can convince people to take the plunge. In the Netherlands, batches of Hollands or new season Dutch herring are being distributed to vaccination centers as an incentive. They're still doing this shit. But by far the most impressive results following a government intervention on vaccine uptake are being enjoyed in France, according to this dumbass Guardian article, where record numbers have been administered in the two weeks since Macron announced his intention to legislate to limit access to hospitality to benefit those who are fully vaccinated in possession of negative PCR tests, again, don't work, or able to prove that they have recovered from infection. An estimated 161,000 people have protested. Oh, we're acknowledging that. Great. Over the weekend, as parliamentarians in Paris sought to find a compromise agreement on the so-called health pass. But it was passed at 12.48, 5 a.m. on Monday after 60 hours of debate and a last-minute deal between the National Assembly and the Senate. Then before the check went through. Well, after the check went through, sorry. The new pass will be required to attend restaurants, bars, museums, cinemas, 
and large public gatherings from August. But not shopping malls. After the government... That's fine, I guess. After the government was pressured into dropping that aspect of the legislation, local prefects will instead have the powers to impose the rule on large shopping centers if they feel it is necessary. The pass will not be required for 12 to 17-year-olds until the end of September. So they have a little bit of a time to prepare for that. Another compromise means health workers and restaurant and bar staff in France will not be sacked if they remain unvaccinated, but they can be suspended without pay, even though that's clearly illegal. In the past fortnight, fortnight, more 4 million jabs have been administered in France with the, that's a lot, with the health ministry reporting on Monday that 33.2 million people, close to 50% of the population, were fully vaccinated. Hey, same as us. On Monday, Iceland, Iceland, on Monday, Ireland allowed hospitality venues to reopen their indoor facilities to those customers holding the EU's digital certificate that proves their vaccine status or a record from that country's the country's health service executive. From August 6th, a similar green pass will be required in Italy, which is also being protested against, to access hospitality businesses, public swimming pools, gyms and sports halls, sports events, concerts, fairs, and cultural venues such as museums, cinemas, and theaters. There is no national policy in Spain, but the region of Galicia is mandating a vaccination certificate or a negative COVID-19 test for indoor access to hotels and restaurants. In Belgium, access to outdoor events with more than 1,500 people will be limited from August 13th to cause to, to those carrying a vaccine certificate. Boris Johnson has said he intends to limit access to nightclubs in England from September to those who can prove that they are fully vaccinated even though he just got fucking COVID again after being vaccinated and already having it. In Germany, polit politicians are in the thick of the debate over how and whether pressure to get jabs should be increased on people who have yet to be vaccinated. Just under half, 49.4% of Germans are fully jabbed and 61% have had one dose. But the vaccine campaign has slowed down over recent weeks with reports of many having missed appointments for second jabs in order to go on holiday, leading experts to warn that herd immunity is nowhere near being reached. At the weekend, Helge Braun, the chief of staff of the chancellor, Angela Merkel, suggested those not vaccinated should not be directly penalized, but that people who were should have distinct advantages. Kind of like uh, someone else on CNN. He told the Bild M. Sontag newspaper, unvaccinated people should be obliged to reduce their contacts and that for them, visits to restaurants, cinemas, and stadiums should be restricted because of the high risk. Wading into what is inevitably going to be a leading issue in the run-up to September's federal election, Armin Lachette the leading candidate for the Christian Democrats, yes, that's a thing, spoke out against making vaccines obligatory. 
Obliging people to get a vaccine is not something I can go along with, he said in a television interview. And neither can I support the idea of indirectly pressuring people to get a jab. Pressurizing people to get a jab. He said he might be prepared for a rethink if the number of vaccinated people remain low in the autumn. So he's, he's manipulatable. Meanwhile, Marcus Soder, the leader of Bavaria, suggested increasing pressure on unvaccinated people by obliging them to pay for tests to prove their COVID status, which are currently free. Karl Lauterbach, the health spokesperson for the Social Democrats, said due to an infection rate that has been rising for the last three weeks, by autumn it will no longer be possible to avoid limiting access to spaces where lots of people come together to those who are either recovered or vaccinated because of the high level of false negative test results. Yikes. What about the false positive ones? Those don't matter. It's fine. I should have done an, an accent that whole time. Sorry. But yeah, that's, that's what's happening everywhere in the world. Um, coming to your country soon, I'm sure. And here we go. Like, Germany. EUobserver.com. It just continues. I'm trying to give you all the information I can here. Do my best. Giving you every resource you can possibly need. Germany mulls restrictions for unvaccinated as the cases soar. <sighs> Delta variant. Delta variant. <laughs> vaccinated people will definitely have more freedoms than unvaccinated people, Angela Merkel's chief of staff said in an interview published on Sunday, July 25th. If infections continue to rise, this is what we just talking about. Un Unvaccinated people might be forbidden from entering restaurants, cinemas, theaters, or sports stadiums because the residual risk is too high. So this is just, you know, saying, basically, they're all on the same fucking track. They're saying the same shit in all these different countries. And I'm supposed to believe this isn't a conspiracy? Come on now. And they're giving like three, 200 million vaccines again in the U.S., of Pfizer. Um, I forgot to get to this. Damn. So we're finally done with the vaccination portion. Uh, French protests. There was a protest in uh, France. There was also a protest in Italy of these health passes and stuff. And again, you know, the UK. Pretty much everywhere. How far are we in? We are really far in, so I'm going to like try to get this information to you very quickly. I know it's not very funny. We're trying really hard here. Okay. So who's behind all of this? Like when you read all these articles, you have to keep in mind that there are stakes that companies have, like not companies, but investors have. Investors like Vanguard and BlackRock. And I'm just going to give you a rundown of what they own and how much they own of it. Just so you know, State Street as well, but they're not as big a deal. That's the top three. Vanguard Group Incorporated, BlackRock Incorporated, you might have heard of them, State Street Corporation. So, in terms of Pfizer, one of the big manufacturers of the vaccine, we've got... 
450,914,119. This was date reported March 30th, 2021. Kind of, that's like the last quarter, I guess. 8.06% at a value of 16,336,618,531. BlackRock Incorporated shares of Pfizer, 405,733,970. So just a little less. March 30th, 2021 again. 7.25%, 14,699,741,733 value. So Johnson & Johnson, so much loudness, you just got to deal with it. So this is a smaller share. Vanguard Group owns 229,730,647, so 8.72%. 37,756,231,834 value. BlackRock is 189,690,998, value. Then if we go like to all stocks that they own, it gets more interesting because there's a lot. Uh, let's just go through the big ones. So the big ones just so happen to be um, places, organizations, um, corporations that own media groups or social media outlets <laughs> that are cracking down on COVID misinformation. So the first thing I see here from 3-31-2021, or March 31, from Vanguard Group, is Apple Incorporated. So Apple is at 1,239,382,735. Position 151,390,601. Then we get interesting because the next one happens to be Microsoft Corporation, 610,849,992. Then we get to Amazon, good old Amazon. That one's only 32,614,254, not as much. Facebook, though, is at 183,000. Million one hundred and fifty six thousand seven hundred ninety five Alphabet Incorporated, which is behind Google, twenty two million seven hundred eighty five thousand eighty five, and then again comes back in one, two, three, four, five, sixth place, twenty one million five hundred twenty two thousand nine hundred forty two. Then we get to J.P. Morgan Chase. That's at 263,068,129. Then we have Tesla, 58,596,739. Johnson & Johnson, as we already went over. Berkshire Hathaway, it just keeps going. Visa Incorporated, 
United Health Group, what? Procter and Gamble, Home Depot, Nvidia Corporation, Disney, Mastercard, Bank of America, PayPal, PayPal, who just recently was working with ADL to get rid of white supremacy or whatever on their platform. And I guess they consider Ryan Christian a white supremacist. I don't know exactly why they have banned his ass um, from T-Lab to The Last American Vagabond, a very good reporter or uh, fair and honest and and unbiased um, reporter of factual information. And that's just not okay because that's misinformation now. Factual information is misinformation now. We got to remember that. We got Comcast, we got ExxonMobil, we got Verizon, Adobe, Coca-Cola, Walmart. I'll say how much is the most is Pfizer, amazingly, other than like Apple and Microsoft. But Pfizer's up there with them. 450 mil, remember? It just keeps going and I'll, I'll send you the link below. Enjoy. And then we got BlackRock. So BlackRock, same kind of situation, really. Apple, 1 billion, 55 million, 5,602. Microsoft, 518 million, 649,291. Amazon, 28 million. Facebook, 157 million. Alphabet, 20 million, and then 19 million. They both, like, have two shares of it. I guess one is Google and one is the regular Alphabet. Tesla, 50 million. Johnson Johnson, 189 million. JP Morgan Chase, 198 million, 355,638. Berkshire Hathaway, it's just over 100 million. Hundred something million Visa, United Health, seventy million. Just you know, same shit, different thing. Procter and Gamble, one hundred sixty-three million. Home Depot here, Nvidia Corporation, PayPal, eighty-two million, five hundred ninety-nine thousand seven hundred forty-five. Bank of America, five hundred twelve million. Adobe, Verizon, Cisco Systems, Comcast, ExxonMobil, blah blah blah. AT&T, 492 million, 405 for Pfizer, uh, and yeah, it just keeps going, Wells Fargo, everything you can think of, Oracle Group, Boeing, everything, Gilead Sciences, Gilead Sciences, you know, which had a stake from, um, or had, um, Dick Cheney, may he rest in pieces uh, on the board. Not Dick Cheney. I wish Dick Cheney. No, sorry. Donald Rumsfeld, my bad. I confuse the two. They're both so good at lying. It's hard to tell the difference. Raytheon. Raytheon. Target. BlackRock. Goldman Sachs. There's just a whole lot. Lockheed Martin. These are just smaller ones, though. You get the point. I'm just saying. They have so many stakes. They own so many companies. 
So it's important to remember that and that we all live in a shithole. Uh, other than that, I wanted to mention that town hall was absolutely ridiculous. Basically, town halls nowadays, probably not back when they were good, um, they're just political theater. They're just um, where you put a bunch of cult members in a room and have them listen to their god. And um, it's no different than the Trump shit. Like, you'd see a Trump rally and you're like, what is wrong with these people? Why do they believe everything this guy says? Same shit. Except this dude can't even finish a sentence. It's embarrassing having this person seemingly represent this country when he really doesn't. He said today that he called, he called someone a pain in the neck in the media. And I guess it's because he said neck that he didn't get in trouble for it. But it's okay when he, he's joshing with the media, I guess. Calls them on their bullshit. Or doesn't like the bullshit that they're saying. Because it's not the right bullshit. But, like, they had, like, all these people ask questions. And they clearly were given these questions. And it was embarrassing. Then he would, like, say things to them. Like, mention something about them. Just to break the ice or whatever. So they were kind to him or whatever. Then when they were clapping, his, his cult members were classic, clapping for him he mistook it and he kept saying I'm not joking I'm serious I'm not joking either I think you need to be evaluated for your brain because it's not working the right way because when people are clapping for you that doesn't mean you're a comedian it means that they like what you're saying or you're pandering well but he can't even pander well he can't even fake pander and he's like, oh, I'm serious about this. I'm not making a joke. Well, nobody thought you were making a joke in the first place, sir. It's embarrassing. Like, this whole thing is embarrassing. And the fact that this is coming in this administration or regime, and, like, nothing was asked about the wars. He kept mentioning how the wars had less people die. The major ones, those are the only ones that count to him than in the U.S. of coronavirus. Because he's trying to say that COVID is so bad that it's killed more people than wars. Don't think that's true. Wasn't like over a half million in Iraq alone who died? I guess if they're not from America, they don't count to him. Because I guess he means like Americans dying. I don't know if it was clear when he said that. Because it's hard to understand what he's saying anyway. Because he never finishes a sentence. This is worse than George W. Bush. And I lived through that. I can live through this. It's just very difficult when they have so much power. The people behind him, his handlers, have so much power. Or think they do. Because, again, I feel like this would all end. The whole thing would end. Let me get to the solutions area of this discussion with you. <laughs> Uh, this all ends when you don't go to a venue. When everybody decides in unison not to go to the museum or not to go to this restaurant and they go out of business. I mean, that sucks for the restaurant, but you know what? If you don't have the balls to say no, I know it's hard because it's a lockdown situation. Like, you've been locked down for a long time. 
and now you're reopening. That's the point is like they want restaurants to comply to these health pass things. And then if people decide not to work in those places, then everything's going to shit. Not to go to those places because they have to have this documentation or whatever, this QR code or what have you. They decide not to go. They decide to just stay home. This is my new protest. It's like, if you give me no choice, I guess I'm locking myself down. That's what's going to make a difference. The money is the thing. You get them at their money, they're going to change things. They will. Because they don't want to lose money. Not just the businesses, but the governments will see that this shit ain't working. So if you don't comply, you know... It's not going to be that bad. But if you do, however much they take away from you now, they're going to take away even more the next time. Just like I said back in the mask days, you know, you put on the mask and then it's the vaccine passport thing. And then you have to worry about the chip and everything. It's just one thing after another. And yet we said, they said back in the day, vaccine passports were out of the question. Now what's next? The microchip? We were wrong about that. But now we're right about it. But now you have to do it because you should comply? I don't think so. That's not right. So basically, that's where that's leading. Um, in other news, I wrote a song. And I hope it's very inspirational. I wanted to debut it on the show. Even though I don't have music for it yet. I don't even know how it sounds. <laughs> We're going to find out together how awkward. Uh, but the name of this song applies to what I think is going on with the information that I've disclosed. Uh, and pretty much sums up everything. So, it's herd impunity. Because if you haven't heard, the people behind the scenes are not going to go to jail if they're wrong about this. That's just the truth. Uh, lawyers are not lining up at the doors of hospitals to sue them for mandating vaccines for their workers. Um, there will be lawsuits, and there have been uh, notable ones, but they've been tossed out a lot of the time. So <sighs> it's at the point where, you know, it's going to be really difficult to get justice in this situation even if you're right it doesn't really matter if everybody else is wrong <laughs> if 20 people are right and everyone else is wrong the wrong people are going to win or the people who believe the 10 people or so may, no maybe 15 people who think they're right who are wrong that's what you have to worry about but it's important to put the blame on the right people and to not target one another. And I don't think anyone should do that. So here's herd impunity. What is it when everyone's complicit? What do you call it when they fall for the bullshit? It's herd impunity throughout the community. They get away with it, they'll never pay for it, the propaganda never stops, and they're gonna get off on the charge. So much for immunity, it's just herd impunity. 
this is how it sounds. <laughs> what is it when everyone's behind it? What do you call it when you look and then find it was a lie all along? How did it go so wrong? The past will beat the future in the end. We'll end up where it all began again. It's herd impunity throughout the community. They get away with it. They'll never pay for it. The propaganda never stops. And they're gonna get off on the charge. So much for immunity. It's just herd impunity. It's going down now. And there's no way out. The end is here. It happened over a year ago. I just thought you should know. The TV is falling from the window. The truth will out in one final blow. It's herd impunity throughout the community. They get away with it. They'll never pay for it. The propaganda never stops. And they're gonna get off on the charge. So much for immunity. It's just herd impunity. Herd impunity. Everyone escapes the hell they create. What's done is done, one by one. The next best thing is an awakening. Let the world sing as the flames they conspire to make. Lead them to their dark fate. Don't hesitate. No more herd impunity. That's the first time I've ever sung that song. I hope it wasn't horrible to you. And maybe if you like it, you can send me some notes that would be good for it or whatever. Um, just comment below if you do like the song lyrics uh, and have any ideas. I can work with someone. I don't mind working on a track. I think that one's an important one if we even get it like to a legit sound. But that's how it sounds acapella um, having not rehearsed it at all or figured out how it sounds. So hopefully it wasn't too bad for your ears. Uh, I will leave Will I leave the lyrics? I will not leave the lyrics because that's not a good idea. You never know when those, where those are going to end up. So for the people who want to hear it and don't want to hear me sing it, I will read the lyrics to you. You could have skipped that whole portion. Lucky you. Okay, here are the lyrics to the song that I wrote. This is written by L. Latham, Heard Impunity, verse 1. What is it when everyone's complicit? What do you call it when they fall for the bullshit? Chorus. It's herd impunity throughout the community. They get away with it. They'll never pay for it. The propaganda never stops and they're going to get off on the charge. So much for immunity. It's just herd impunity. Verse 2. What is it when everyone's behind it? What do you call it when you look and then find it? Was a lie all along. How did it go so wrong? The past will beat the future in the end. We'll end up where it all began. Again. It's herd impunity throughout the community. They get away with it. They'll never pay for it. The propaganda never stops, and they're going to get off on the charge. So much for immunity. It's just herd impunity. Bridge. 
It's going down now and there's no way out. The end is here. It happened over a year ago. I just thought you should know. The TV is falling from the window. The truth will out in one final blow. It's herd impunity throughout the community. They get away with it. They'll never pay for it. The propaganda never stops. And they're going to get off on the charge. So much for immunity. It's just herd impunity. Herd impunity. Everyone escapes the hell they create. What's done is done. One by one. The next best thing is an awakening. Let the world sing. Let the flames they conspire to make lead them to their dark fate. Don't hesitate. No more herd impunity. I'm leaving you with that. We cannot let them win. Don't dream it's over. It's a song from the 80s that really resonates today. They want to divide us. They can't. The U.S. media, the national media, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, Associated Press, Reuters, everybody, (laughs) Google, Facebook, Twitter, they all want us divided. And the people behind the scenes running the show, the scientists at large, (laughs) the ones who we get to hear from all the time, the ones who have been known to lie for money, are telling us what to do, are telling us that we should steer clear of each other, we should not have relationships, we should get restricted because the unvaccinated are killing everybody. (laughs) That's what they're saying. It's not true. We've gone over this the whole episode. The lies are there. You can look at them yourself. Misinformation from the U.S. White House. The thing, the U.S. White House, the White House. And also, might put a couple clips in here of uh, Joe Biden saying he wasn't going to get the fucking vaccine before it was cool (laughs) and said that it was Trump's vaccine so he wanted to see if the scientists would let him do it and then also VP Harris Kamala Harris Kamala Harris whatever her fucking name is um, said that if Trump was telling her to do it she wasn't going to get the vaccine cut to December when she got the vaccine allegedly (laughs) allegedly for sure um But now these are the people in charge telling us that we have to get the vaccine that they didn't trust in the first place because of partisan political reasons. And they're accusing the unvaccinated for being partisan and political now and right-wingers and Trump supporters. And that's bullshit. And I have proven that. I have proven it so many times that that is not what it is. That is a narrative. There are many narratives. There are domestic terrorist narratives that have happened this year that are going to keep happening. There are cyber attacks that we didn't even get into. Pegasus, all of that shit. And you can check me out on The Political Matrix pretty much every Saturday on YouTube. So check that out. Uh, Political Matrix people who came in for this, thank you so much for listening. Sorry it was really long. That's what she said. You know what? Anyone can have it now. So yes, That's what she said. Maybe next time we'll have a funner show if the world isn't closer to um, the end of everything. If people fight back, just keep fighting back in your small ways. Just go to your local market or whatever. Don't fuck with the mask. Don't care about any of that shit. Just not caring is the key. 
and natural immunity is very much the key because as we have seen in studies before you get more protection allegedly according to those studies at least eight months or more of um, natural immunity from getting covid and not getting vaccinated so the vaccinated people are going to have to get those booster shots and we told them about that too but they weren't listening it's fine you know what i don't mind being right or wrong i will say when i'm wrong but i haven't been wrong yet so if you can point out something that i'm wrong about that'd be fine i would go back and look at it and say yeah well i'm wrong about that um I've definitely been wrong on a podcast or a few, <laughs> or a few, but I don't, I can't pinpoint what I was wrong about. But again, p- opinions do exist still. And if I don't have a source to back it up, I'm not going to say that it's right or wrong, usually. So if I said anything and I didn't back it up in this episode, just assume that I didn't know, didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> and you cannot know what the fuck you're talking about every once in a while. That's okay. You can't be on top of every single story. It's impossible. There's so many stories. There's probably airports that are implementing vax passes already that I don't even know about. So I will continue to spread the news about all this shit as, as much as it happens. And I thank you again for joining this very long episode and very technical episode. I'm really hoping we can have fun in the next one and do something interesting, have some interesting um, entertainment stuff. But entertainment is so lacking right now with everything going to shit. So just forgive me for that. For now, maybe I'll watch something. I'll do a review of it or something. Or like music. I've been listening to a whole lot of Billboard hits from like 80s and stuff. I'd love to talk about some of these bands. Like for instance, Wang Chung. I just found out, um, shout out to Wang Chung, I guess. The old Wang Chung, which was H-U-A-N-G Chung from 1982, which was the album that they put out, their debut album on 101 Records, I think. And they performed at Club 101. But they did more interesting stuff in 1982 than they did later on and got famous doing this stuff, but then didn't really stay famous that long. So was it worth it to join David Geffen? I don't know, but you know. Oh, and R. Kelly, we didn't even talk about R. Kelly. He's so gross. I just, ugh. The fact that he married a 15 year old should be enough to like, ew, like, why but like the fact that he wrote so many songs and worked with so many people and had a fucking album named age ain't isn't num anything age ain't nothing but a number with his child bride i it's gross poor Aliyah is all i gotta say poor every person who had to deal with r kelly who is clearly a compromised individual and had been a pornographer <laughs> throughout his career and was allowed to do so by the music industry and you know people knew in the 90s so i don't know why anyone would be surprised now about all the shit that's gone on it's just sad that it became like a joke and nobody really cared about the implications of what he did but you know that's um that's the way it is in the music industry and hopefully it'll change But it won't change just one person at a time. You have to change the system. As I've said many times, the system is what's problematic, not the people. People are 
victims themselves. And I looked up and saw that R. Kelly had been abused, allegedly, according to him. I don't know why you would lie about such a thing. From 8 to 14, sexually, by women and men. Um, a male and female, separately. So, and one of them a family member, which is a lot of the time the case before things go awry and uh, they end up abusing others. It's very much a cycle. So uh, I guess we did get to R. Kelly for a little bit, but I don't want to leave on R. Kelly because that's pretty sad. Uh, Let's leave on Gavin Newsom's recall is coming up and he wants to give us all our money back. It's so nice of him to give us our money back that we gave to him. And also help the homeless, which he's totally going to do. Totally going to do that. And he wants more homeless people, as I said in the very beginning of this episode. So we're leaving it on the same thing. Um, He wants more people to be in Hollywood and L.A. specifically. And not L.A. specifically. In California. Just California in general. Bunch of people. Just come from your country to California. Your state to California. We'll set you up. We'll get you a house. Don't you worry. We can accommodate everyone except all the thousands of people on the streets already who are being removed as I speak. But, you know, you can come on in. We got room. We don't. But that's okay. We don't even have facilities to help the people in need now who are supposed to be at risk for COVID. (laughs) Nobody gives a shit about them, though. And they're still alive. (laughs) A lot of them. I've met them personally. Anyway, help your fellow neighbor. Go see someone tomorrow, today, whenever. And say hello to someone. Have a connection. Work with people against these ridiculous rules. If you can like get people together and, and talk to them, it helps to feel like you're not alone. Not like a cult situation, but like people who are like-minded about the important stuff, the common ground that you can find with other people. I think that's a good solution to anything, is just finding common ground with people, not arguing with people, being divisive, divisive, whatever they call that. But, you know, just loving your fellow neighbor, loving everyone, sharing your food with people if you can, sharing knowledge with people if you can. I think that makes the world a better place. More knowledge, more food, more people working together for for a common goal. Thank you so much for listening. And catch me on Twitter at L. Latham, where I have a lot of nuggets of truth. And I never lie. <laughs> if I do lie, I delete it, damn it. <laughs> or if I seem like I'm not quite on the right track with what I'm tweeting, I delete it like a normal person. I don't just leave it there and offer a correction later and say, oh, I didn't mean this, I meant that. I mean what I say, I say what I mean. I have natural immunity to bullshit, and you do too. Everyone listening, I love you and I thank you so much for listening. And not in a weird way, in a universal way where we all should love each other on this planet. This planet is just rolling around in space, spinning around, if there's space, <laughs> if you believe in space, I guess, but we're, we're, we're here, somebody else is over there, and somebody else is over there in this galaxy, in this place, whatever place, 
and you know not everyone's going to agree with each other but they can live peacefully with each other and i think we can do that and we can make a difference make a huge difference individually i believe that 100 percent. thank you so much <laughs>